And this giant male orca with a six foot high dorsal fin, taller than I am tall, swims at me and we lock eyes about eight feet away. And I get a thwack. From outside, this is the Daily Rally. Short stories of resilience in the face of big challenges and unexpected adventures. Today, a photographer encounters the power of wild silence. After this. My name's Pete McBride. Most people call me Pedro. My grandfather was born in Guatemala, and I have an affinity for all things Latin culture. I am a visual storyteller. I also do a lot of public speaking and some writing. The scene is um, March 20th, 2020. I was sitting on South Georgia Island, which is the Galapagos of Antarctica, surrounded by 200,000 squawking penguins that were making more noise than you could imagine. Penguins, interestingly, identify their young and their mates through sound, not sight. So they're trying to stay safe, and they have this amazing little haven and habitat at the bottom of the world. I had gone down there to be a speaker on a boat, but the minute we got there, we were told we better come back because all ports are closing, the world's locking down. So we turned around into what is called the Mount Everest of ocean crossings and powered into the big 40-foot swells and went back to the tip of Argentina to then get on planes, trains, and automobiles. I was getting on my fifth flight to get home where I live in the Rocky Mountains of Colorado. And I arrive at Chicago and notice that I'm the only person in the security and uh, passport control, the whole thing. I'm like, wow. I knew things had been changing with COVID, but suddenly everything came screeching to a halt and I had been in the middle of nowhere listening to penguins, so I'd kind of missed the memo. So had the penguins. <laughs> and uh, I'm walking to my gate, and as I'm approaching the gate, I hear the loudspeaker come on and... Passenger McBride, passenger McBride, please report to gate 29. And I was like, oh, great. Great, they're going to tell me they've got a voucher for me to stay at the weird, creepy hotel with nobody in it. And I walk over there, and the lady looks up and goes, Pastor McBride? I was like, yeah, that's me. She goes, congratulations. You will be the only passenger on this flight. So I got on the flight, flew back to Colorado, and we went into global pandemic lockdown. It sucked for humans on many levels, but it was an amazing moment for nature because we have created a very noisy planet. Wildlife had suddenly were like, oh my God, I couldn't hear in that party. How are you doing? And that made me really start thinking about it and collating all my imagery over 20 years. I had to do a project called Sing Silence. I was able to pitch a story and go into the polar night when the sun doesn't come above the horizon and get into the very inky, cold Arctic Sea in a very thick wetsuit with my cameras and try, if I was lucky, to 
see and hear the orca that were coming for their mass migration because researchers have been telling me that they've been having more conversations with themselves in the water. And that was because all the shipping lanes had gone quiet. So it's like one in the afternoon. It's like dark sunset light. My cameras barely work. The water temperature is 36 degrees Fahrenheit. This pod we've been following very peacefully and not disturbing them. And they were relaxed. They were starting to feed on herring. And I see a female below me just sort of hanging. And then I suddenly pull my head up. And above the horizon is a giant dorsal fin coming my way. And I take the biggest breath I can and I dive down with my long flippers and I've got my camera and I'm diving into this abyss of darkness and this giant male orca swims at me and we lock eyes and right as we lock eyes I get a thwack and it's a silent thwack and my heart just goes and I realize that he is trying to identify me and check me out with his best communication device, which is sonar. And sonar is quiet, but it's really powerful, especially when it comes from a 25-foot-long, 12-ton orca. Their brain is 33% larger than ours, which is the frontal cortex, which enables them to have sonar and communicate so well. And they're really remarkable and we don't know very much about them but to see that ballet underwater and to hear it i think we have completely forgotten about that side we have turned nature into a backdrop for our social media and we forget how much mother nature actually can say or sing if we stop and listen I will make sure I stop and put my cameras down and take a memory photo, as I call them. I convince my friends around me to take a moment of silence and listen. It's amazing how hard it is at first and then how everyone loves it and talks about it later. If we can go into our wild places and take back just a little bit of silence, just a little jar of silence that we keep inside our heart or our head or wherever you need to, I think it's an important healing metaphor tool to remind us to uh, stop and listen. Pete McBride has traveled to over 75 countries on assignment for publications including Outside, National Geographic, and Esquire. He has produced a number of documentaries and films detailing the rivers of the American Southwest. His most recent book, Seeing Sound, was selected as one of the top photo books of 2021. Learn more about Pete and his work at petemcbride.com. This story was produced by me, Kat Jaffe. We want to hear your stories. Please nominate the people in your life who found a way to rally. Go to outsideonline.com slash daily rally, where you can also see photos of many of our guests. The Daily Rally was created for Outside by me, Kat Jaffe, and House of Pod. The executive producer for Outside is Michael Roberts. Additional production and script editing by Marin Larson. Our audio editors are Kevin Seaman and Benny Beausoleil. And our music is composed by Louis Weeks. We appreciate our Outside Plus members who make this show possible. If you're not already a member, you can join us at outsideonline.com slash pod plus. 
Thank you for listening.